Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley, and it is you here on the BetQL Network on a tremendous football Thursday. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends, at Stadium. So if you're watching us on Stadium right now, tip of the cap to you. I'm actually not wearing a hat right now, but if I were wearing one, I would uh, do a tip of the cap to you. A proverbial tip of the cap to you, good sir or good lady. We've got a lot of great content. Badass wagertainment coming your way over the next two hours to get you set to bet and win this weekend on the National Football League. Our friend Adam Chertoff is going to stop by in just a moment. Brian Baldinger normally joins us on Wednesdays. Baldy will be on the show today. Baldy joins us in 20 minutes. Former NFL player, Odyssey Sports NFL insider. Connor Allen stops by in 40 minutes from 4 for 4 and Betsperts. Connor will give us his favorite props for Week 15 in the NFL. And one hour from right now. Herm Edwards, NFL head coach, college football head coach, ESPN NFL analyst. You play to win your bets. You bet to win the money. Herm Edwards joins us 60 minutes from now here, making his You Better You Bet debut. We'll get back to NFL award markets, offensive player of the year, coach of the year, comeback player of the year as we move along. All our bets for tonight coming up in the power hour, final hour of the show. So absolutely loaded here on a tremendous football Thursday. And we kick off the fun and frivolity here on Stadium for the next couple hours with our pal, Adam Chernoff, who hosts the Simple Handicap Podcast. It is a daily NFL betting podcast. It's pretty exceptional. We encourage people to check it out wherever you find your podcasts. Chern also does great work for our friends at Right Angle Sports, and we want people to check out the Right Angle Sports app, a free download featuring insight and commentary from pro bettors on everything happening in the National Football League. He's on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Chern, welcome back to the program. It's Nick and Ken here on a Thursday. Happy Week 15 in the NFL to you and yours. How's it going, guys? Uh, Herm Edwards, what a grab. The 2004 Jets, 10 and 6, were a fond memory of my childhood growing up. So that's going to be a fun listen coming up. <laughs> we won't mention the words Doug Bryan to you over the course of this interview, nice. besides for what I just said, I promise. Yeah. I like uh, that there's just like a, a conglomerate of just betting guys that have been here forever and then like right. two top tier NFL personnel folks coming in, mixed in between. That's kind of the point. It's kind of the point. So, yep, you got it. Like, a couple weeks ago, it was like Brad Nessler and Joey Kanish was like the best. Like, <laughs> like absolutely ridiculous. So we were just like, what? What is this supposed to be? Everything is what it's supposed to be. Adam, what a what are you doing with this Thursday night game? We, I feel like Nick and I spent an hour on the show yesterday talking ourselves into like a shootout, 
and offensive weapons and Easton sticks, not that bad. And the weather's perfect. And then you get all the injury reports and it's like, Oh, it's like still Aiden O'Connell and Jacobs may not play. And Keenan Allen's out. That was the big one from yesterday. The, the Raiders are basically three minus minus one ten everywhere. Now it's funny how things have kind of fallen in the line. Three minus one ten everywhere. The totals 34 and a half. What, what are you doing with this game tonight? Yeah, I, I'm with you guys on that sentiment. So last week, Thursday night, that closed like 31 and a half. And that was two dead under teams as well. But it was outdoors in weather with two defenses that were held in pretty high regard. Like we saw the Browns, Jags with weather and backups. That was 33 and a half. The Jets, Texans was 33 and a half. That was like 20 mile per hour winds. And so all week I was looking at this and I'm like, indoor game. I know these are two dead under teams as well, but should we really be in that same category, even with the downgrade off Herbert? And so I'm with you guys. But And then as the week progressed, it's like, no Keenan Allen. Well, he's been the entire Chargers offense. And now Devontae Adams is sick. And I get like a weird impression now that maybe the Chargers are kind of looking past the season. Like all of a sudden, the motivation for both of these teams has changed with Herbert out. I wonder if Allen was held out, and they're like, okay, that's kind of it for the season now. The Raiders are trying to figure out what the plan at quarterback is going forward. I, I don't know. I, I think that the Raiders throw more with no Josh Jacobs, and they probably test O'Connell. But I don't really know what you're getting from that either. And so, to me, it's over or nothing. But I all of a sudden, after Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, having so many reasons to bet the over, today I'm like, I, I I could see this going wrong with Allen not playing and Adams not 100%. Um, so I don't know. But, Nick, we were talking pre-show. Prop-wise, you mentioned Spiller's a touchdown look. I think that's interesting. He got about 20% of snaps last week. And I'll, I'll, I'll go the square route, though, Nick. And this, to me, feels like – remember last year with those frustrating Darnell Mooney primetime games where it felt like he had every opportunity and dropped everything? Quentin Johnston played 90% of snaps last week. There was a clip that said that Josh Palmer was not 100%, and there was expectations he wouldn't get a full workload. And so I I can't help but look at, at Johnston at 29 and a half uh, and try the over on that one. So square look, but I'll give it a go. It, it, worth noting, like and we talked about this on the show yesterday, Stick did connect with Quentin Johnston on like a 50-plus yard bomb last he week. Did. So they did show a little report. And like an N.A., Quinton Johnston caught the ball, which is more than you can say for what he's done a lot this wow. season. So maybe setting him up to maybe catch the football tonight seems important when your job is to literally catch the football. All right, that's Thursday night football look. from our pal. Mooney had so it many is... drops like that. Yeah, it's the Mooney. But it wasn't look. just it wasn't just drops with Mooney. Like Fields would like overthrow him by like fifteen. Yeah, right. that was. Can we? Can we? Like can Mooney we? Like yeah. Mingo. Like Mingo is the Mooney from last year. Can we not that's guys, like, down, like eight yeah. targets? Like, I'm and, like, literally. Right. I'm just yeah. literally seeing money like the like the, like the, yeah. the meme of like money flying out the window as we as we oh, hear these names. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's uh turn. Let's go to the uh the Saturday games and let me. How many games do you have to? Oh, you got to get a good amount. All right. We can hit all three Saturday games. Let's start with the oh, first cool. one. Uh, okay. Great. Uh, Bengals and the Vikings. Uh, Justin Jefferson gonna play in this game. Uh, Nick Mullen starts for Minnesota. Cincinnati in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite against the Vikings. Total is forty and a half. What do you have for us here? Jake Browning and the Bengals. Nick Mullins and the Vikings. Okay, over 40 and a half. I think the Bengals have turned into a big over team, and they'll play that role the rest of the season with Browning. There's just too many playmakers around him for this offense to fall off as much as the market has suggested. So the Bengals are an over team. I actually think the Vikings are going to be a decent partner. I think they're really suppressed by these Dobbs numbers the last couple of weeks. 
Dobbs, I'm glad he's the third string emergency QB. Get him out of the league. He does not deserve to be a starter anywhere. Let's move on. We get Harsh. Mullins in. Mullins, Mullins doesn't have like a huge ceiling. You guys know it too. But I, the floor with him, he's so similar in how he operates stylistically to Kirk Cousins in the pocket. This is what O'Connell wants from his offense. And so I think with Jefferson now playing, uh, we'll see Mullins distribute the ball a lot better than what Dobbs did. There's no Madison likely in this game, so you'll see likely more throwing from Minnesota. So I think this is uh, an over game. I think Hawkinson's going to have a big game as well against this Bengals defense. So over 40 and a half. And uh, getting some injury news here for a bunch of Alexander Madison going to be out for that game, Adam. And then this next game, really interesting injury news, like the last couple of days with the Steelers and the Colts. So the Steelers obviously got bet a little bit. Uh, this was like two, two and a half. Now it's one, one and a half. Part of the reason for that, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith both cleared concussion protocol and will start along opposite each other on the Steelers defensive line and uh, and try to chase down Gardner Minshew. And we'll see how that goes. Colts one and a half, total 42 and a half. Nick and I talked a little bit about the over a lot earlier in the week, especially if these guys weren't going to play. I think I still like the over, but it's a little unclear now since both those guys are going to play. How do you feel here? Colts one and a half, 42 and a half in the, the midday game on Saturday. Yeah, I, I still like it, guys. Over 42 and a half. Shane Steich and overs continue to be something you can look at every single week, much like the Bengals. I think the Colts play this over team role the rest of the season with the playoffs lingering. We're seeing a lot of these teams right on the fringe of these like wild card spots that are competitive. Their games are just skewing higher scoring the last two or three weeks, and I think that's going to continue to play out. So you have the Colts and Steichen overs on one side, and then you have the Steelers. I think about the three weeks that they've had, and it's a play-caller switch against Cincinnati going from Canada to Sullivan. The Arizona game had two weather delays that stopped everything, plus you lost Kenny Pickett, and then it was the Pats defense on a short week trying to transition into your second quarterback as a new play caller in his third week against a good defense. And so extra time to prepare for Pittsburgh to sort things out for Trubisky. I think the Steelers offense looks a lot better. I think they play the, a good partner here to the over. So let's go over in this one as well. Another ugly short total, uh, but I think uh, lots of reasons to look for points here. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Thursday, getting bets for NFL Week 15 with our friend Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast and Right Angle Sports on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. All right, Chern, let's go to the Lions and the Broncos on Saturday night. Detroit, a four-and-a-half-point home favorite, total 47-and-a-half. What do we like in the Saturday nightcap in Motown? At Lions minus four-and-a-half to me is a pretty easy decision to make playing against this Broncos defense, which is going to be down two key starters a key linebacker, key safety as well. That's going to open up Hawkinson. And for me, it's Jared Goff after that game against the Bears outdoors where the Lions were still able to run the football. Now going back home indoors where he plays so much better, his splits between home and away are just massive. It's been that way his entire career. And this is also a game where Detroit, they're going to be able to run the ball consistently. The Broncos just get beat up on the ground every single week. And like the last two months, as they've just been gashed for yardage every game, it's not like they're playing elite running offenses either. And so to me, if the Lions are able to move the ball on a Bears defense that everyone's holding in high regard, I think they're certainly going to be able to do it with or without right now against this Broncos front. So to me, the Lions go up and down the field comfortably in this one. I think the Broncos were able to keep 
it competitive for a while, but I just I don't like the prospect of Wilson going score for score with what I think Johnson and the Lions can do here. So um, I'll back Jared Goff minus four and a half in this one. I uh, like the Lions quite a bit. Adam, let's do a, a couple Sunday games. We had like three, four minutes left, so I think plenty of runway here to talk about both. I, I am curious kind of like how your handicap is forming here on Texans Titans. So obviously like the story of this game this week has all been about the Texans injuries. Like is Stroud going to clear concussion protocol? Is Nico Collins going to play? Is Will Anderson going to play? He was like limping very severely after the game against the Jets. Like these are impactful, especially Stroud, but everybody's a really impactful player for the Texans. And the Titans are obviously off that Monday night win, which everybody saw against the Miami Dolphins market for the game right now is Titans minus three. There's a couple threes juice toward Tennessee. Curious. Like if you think it's no Stroud, do you wait and, bet houston like what's your plan of attack here uh and the total in the game is 37 i'm actually kind of fascinated to hear this because i have no idea what's going to happen in this game all right so it's three right now i think the stroud news will be official that he's ruled out tomorrow and i think that this will go to three and a half especially if there was this willingness to bet against him and the texans today so i like houston in this game but i haven't played it yet i'll likely wait for tomorrow and hope for the three and a half one of the biggest things that I've learned that has been kind of a, a change in mindset for me working with the guys at Red Angle Sports this season has been a willingness or a want to back teams in a spot like Houston is where you're getting the sort of price break with a backup quarterback because the sort of logic is that a lot of times within the NFL, college as well, the, the loss of the quarterback and the reaction in the line is more oftentimes too big than it is too small. And so this is kind of a unique spot where we saw last week on Wednesday at this time, or last week on Thursday at this time, this number would have been about Houston minus four and a half on a neutral. And we're now all the way to Tennessee minus three and shading towards three and a half because of the injury, but also because we saw the Texans get smoked by the Jets and then the Titans have the comeback on Monday night football. And so it's kind of pushed this out to a point where C.J. Stroud to either Davis Mills or Case Keenum is being valued at just a ridiculously high rate in this game. And it's putting the Titans into a role as a likely three-and-a-half-point home favorite. They just haven't been in all season long. And they have tons of injuries themselves on defense. And so to me here, it's it's absolutely the play on Houston. Uh, but I'll wait for tomorrow and see if that three-and-a-half shows. But uh, either way, we'll have a Texans ticket. All right, Churn, good stuff there on the Texans and the Titans. Give us 30 seconds here where maybe you'll be back in Tommy DeVito, baby. The Saints, uh, six-point home favorites against the Giants on Sunday. Total's been bet up to 39. Churn, what do you have here in about 30 seconds? Oh, we snuck in Tommy DeVito at the buzzer last week because I ran out of time in the segment. But uh, we'll be going the other way and taking the Saints here, minus six against DeVito and the Giants. Uh, he beat up on the commander's defense for the tune of 245 yards. It was uh, one drive more than 30 yards against the Pats. And then, of course, there was the breakout game on Monday night against the Packers. But we're now we're now just at a, a kind of a silly price for laying that number on the road here uh, against the Saints. So I'll, I'll take the six, uh, lay the number with New Orleans at home, just a fate of DeVito and a fate of the Giants in this spot off the win. Great. I'd throw, uh, I'd throw not a tomato, but some marinara sauce at you if you were, if you were in person here with me. And Churn, give us like to close here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like great, great spot for your Jets to maybe cover plus eight and a half at the Dolphins with this injury report. Give me like 10 seconds here. Anything with your Jets and Miami on Sunday in 10 seconds. 
They, it's a pass because of the weather. This is going to be the biggest win game of the year, so that total's coming down. I don't know how either side moves the football, but if I trust one, it's Miami on the ground. But uh, pass for me in this win. I don't know, man. You got Zach Wilson threw for 300 yards last week. Franchise quarterback. <laughs> Player of the week, yeah. To play. I mean, and, and how about this? You, you, you don't like but How about my guy was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, right. Tommy DeVito. Uh, Churn on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff, host of the Simple Handicap Podcast. Does great work for our friends at Right Angle Sports. Make sure you check out the Right Angle Sports app. My friend, best of luck with all the bets this week. Except, maybe, except for the Saints and the Giants. Uh, stay well, and we'll catch up with you next week here on the show. Awesome. Enjoy week 15, guys. The great Adam Chernoff joining us here on You Better, You Bet. Uh, bets on all three Saturday games. you got to love that from Big Churn. Coming up next, Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, dishing on all the games in Week 15. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.